Hello everyone, welcome to uh, another podcast of, well, there is no name, is there? Still no name, still no name podcast. Uh, Obviously it's Ben here, we've got uh, James in the building as well. GG. And uh, Huffy. GG. It's day day 12 for me, for, um, since I tested positive for COVID, back in the office, been back at the gym today. Um, And do you know what, I thought it was necessary to maybe do a podcast um, I think probably the best thing to do would be to start the podcast first initially, just in case maybe during the podcast, um, I hurt maybe potentially someone's feelings, which is probably going to happen because on most podcasts that seems to happen with, um, just first saying on speaking on both, both sides, really, first of all, saying, you know, rip and rest in peace to those that have lost their lives to COVID, um, and also rest in peace as well to anybody that's died during this pandemic as a result of COVID, but not with COVID, but because of maybe mental health, because they missed a cancer screening, mm-hmm. because they didn't, you know, get picked up as having cancer or, you know, missed an organ transplant or whatever it may be, because there is a lot of people that have, you know, died of or with COVID. Um, and equally, there's been a lot of people that have died of, of the effects of the pandemic. Um, so I just wanted to first start by saying that, of course, um, and you know, you know, I appreciate. Obviously, there is still people suffering in all different ways, um, and I think you know now more than ever um, is the most important time to take a look at you know yourself, your lifestyle, your habits, your health, that kind of thing. See if there's anything you can improve. You don't have to be perfect, but if there's little things that you can do to make a difference, then I think, you know, now now is a time more than any other time, really, to um, to consider it. It's never too late to, um, you know, make some changes and some improvements on your habits and the way you live lives. Something I read the other day was, you know, losers and winners have exactly the same goals. Um, a loser has the same goal as a winner. Um, they both want the same things, but it's the systems and the disciplines and the things that they do every day which decides who is going to be the winner and who is going to be the loser. So um, I think we all want the same things. I just think there's a big difference between who is actually doing it, um, you know, who's really about it, who's actually getting up every day and going after it. And I think, you know, deep down, for those of you that are listening to this, I think you know the answer to what you are, okay? You know what you are whether you really are doing it or whether you're just talking about it. So that's how I want to start the the, the podcast. Um, now, with regards to COVID, um, obviously, you know, I called it, I've had it. Um, I tested positive for it via a PCR and I tested positive via one of those antigen lateral flow tests. Now, I don't know how accurate these tests are. I don't know, you know, th- there's a lot of skepticism about them and the way they were designed what their intentions are how they pick up the virus that kind of thing one thing i do know is the way i have felt over the last you know 10 days is very different to how i felt other times in the past the diff- the main key difference being is the persistency uh you know and how just how it doesn't seem to let up it doesn't seem to let go. It's just, you know, other. I've had flu in the past. I've had body aches. I've had it where, you know, I've, you struggle to get up and felt all that kind of, you know, dizziness and nastiness and body aches. I've had that before in the past. 
with this, it just seemed like it was just didn't want to go. It was just never ending. It was just like, you know, got to like day eight and I was like, fuck me, when's this ever shit going to go? Like, that was the key difference, in my opinion, with, with this particular strain of flu, um, is that it was very relentless. It just seemed to latch on and didn't want to let go. And obviously, we're speaking about somebody here who doesn't smoke. Uh, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't identify myself as a smoker. Um, you know, when I'm drinking socially, I might have a cigarette. Um, you know, I'm plant-based. You know, I do work out five, six, seven times a week. I count my macros every single day. Um, so I don't want to sit here and just say, I, I would never sit here and just say, look, there's nothing that exists. There's definitely something that exists. I don't want to sit here and just say there's nothing at all because that would be very naive and dumb. I mean, but let's face it, we're in August right now, in the middle of summer. And for some weird reason, we're seeing an outbreak of a respiratory virus, which is very bizarre. Um, I don't know how exactly I got infected. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm happy to admit you know, that I am unvaccinated. I haven't taken a vaccine. Um, so I'm assuming everybody who is pro-vaccine would say, well, you caught it because you're unvaccinated, of course. But, you know, I know family members right now um, who are double vaccinated and are currently isolating with symptoms of COVID. And I also know that Pfizer have said that their jab in particular, not Moderna, but Pfizer have claimed that their jab is 42% effective against the Delta variant. I also know, apparently, according to the genome sequencing, whether that's true or whether it's not true, that a lot of the cases right now in our country and a lot of the other countries are supposedly 99% Delta variant. Pfizer's jab supposedly is 42% effective against Delta, so therefore most people that are double vaccinated right now are still contracting the virus, or whatever this is, still getting sick, still getting symptoms. Uh, you know, 34.9% of people in hospitals right now with COVID are double vaccinated. So it can't be just because I'm unvaccinated, okay? Because double vaccinated people are also getting it too, and symptoms. You know, you've got Piers uh, Morgan, who's on Twitter right now on day 28 of COVID, who is still suffering with symptoms, um, supposedly getting, you know, cataracts and all kinds of shit in his eyes. You know, this guy's 20, day 28. You know, so we've got people <clears throat> that have been eager and proactive in trying to save everybody from this pandemic by doing their bit, by being coerced into getting vaccinated, doing their part, to find out that actually the vaccine they've taken either causes blood clots or some other unwanted side of, un unwanted side effects that they weren't, didn't at the point know about. We've got, um, you know, people that are double vaccinated, they're still getting sick. They don't understand why they're getting so sick. Um, We've got people that have died of obviously of reactions. Um, and you know, I read something yesterday and I don't know how much truth is in it, but supposedly more people die of drug reactions per year than cancer in the UK. Really? Um, so, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on here and I don't wanna, I like I know it all because I don't, and I don't, and I don't think anybody does because this is so new. And I think if anybody turned Manchu and said they knew everything about everything to do with this flu or virus or whatever this is, I think they'd be lying. Um, I also don't think that we can say, let's just trust the science. I don't think there's such a thing as the science because science is always evolving every single day. So there's no such thing as the science. Um, science changes, things change, uh, you know, all the time. So, you know, but what I will say is that I did test positive on this particular PCR and lateral flow test. 
Um, you know, I went out with some friends on a Thursday. I've been out plenty of times in the last 18 months. I've been away on holiday um, and I've not once got ill or sick. Um, you know, I was, I was during the lockdown one and then in between lockdown one and lockdown two and lockdown three, I was being very mindful at that point because of the unknown of people that were vulnerable and immune compromised. You know, I was wearing masks when I was indoors. I was, you know, frequently washing my hands and I would do that anyway. I practice hand hygiene anyway. I don't need somebody to tell me to do that. But I was doing my bit, although I didn't want to wear a mask, obviously, uh, you know, it's not just about me. I don't want to be selfish. But the moment the vaccine began rolling out and the moment I was told at the beginning of the year that the top four groups, you know, were to be vaccinated and that was the going out of this pandemic and that would be it, it would be irreversible. This was what we had to do, that basically the top four tier groups, um, you know, accounted for like 99% of hospital admissions and deaths. I, I was like, well, once they're done, then that's it, I'm done. Like I've done my bit on behalf of these guys they are now protected and vaccinated. That's what they've, you know, we were told this vaccine was 95% accurate in multiple trials, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's still in its trials and experimental stages until 2023. It's not FDA approved, but whatever. This is a whole, we're getting to all of this. Um, but, you know, at that very point, you know, and obviously, I mean, I, again, I didn't necessarily agree with the vaccine because while it's not a vaccine anyway, um, you know, too, it's all very experimental. We don't yet have enough data. And at that very point in January, February, March, you know, we had none of these yellow card schemes. We didn't have any of these sites where people could self-report side effects. None of that. We had no nothing, no anything about anything to do with any kind of side effects. Although that we knew they were inevitable, obviously, by plugging something foreign into your arm, but no official data yet because it was just so too new. And this is the thing is that that's why most people were like, mm, I think I'll just wait. And a lot of even other countries, guys, Australia, you know, Japan, they were sat also waiting as a country, as a collective country, they were also waiting to see what the Western world did. So it's not just me. It's not just anyone else. Other people are also being smart and waiting too. There isn't, there's nothing wrong about that. Um, it's common sense. So the top four groups vaccinated and I was like, okay, fair play. So I started removing my mask from sort of April you know, I thought, well, I'm going to wear it a lot less, you know, when I'm going to the petrol station, that kind of thing, you know, and I thought, well, we need to get on with our lives. So I started kind of, at that point, being a bit more withdrawn and not being as engaged in all the, you know, all the things that were being told that we had to do and all this other shit. Now, you know, there's multiple studies, whether you want to agree or disagree with what I'm saying, this is an airborne aerosol type respiratory virus that can pass through masks. There's no doubt about it. This this can and will pass through masks because of the size of the particles. It's been shown in so many different studies, it's literally a joke. I remember uh, early on, like lockdown one, like going back last year, you knew, uh, the doctor off GMTV, what's his name now? I can't remember his name, but he came on one week and it was masks don't work. And he was mm. telling his opinion why, giving research. Two weeks later, he was promoting wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I, I mean, you know, I think obviously that was a very much a, a better be safe than sorry. Mm. It was very much like, how can we get people to comply? You know, how far can we push them? What can we push and then go back on to create a new normal? 
that was all that very much. And, and you know, I went away to Spain like last July, and you know, whilst I was out there, um, you know, we were told that basically on our return we'd have to stop wearing masks. And I remember thinking, fuck. And we were one of the last countries to actually start imposing masks. And you know, even at the start of this pandemic, I never thought the British people would be as compliant as what we've become. Because when I look at the US, I'm jealous of the US because of how mm. different they are. But you know, they are very patriotic and very much about Independence Day and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that compliance doesn't exist there. And I'm not saying that people aren't, you know, I'm not saying that everyone's just wandering around saying, you know, fuck the government, I'm not wearing masks. Because there is a lot of compliance over there. But you know, there is a lot more, like for an example, you know, since Boris Johnson has said, look, you don't need to wear a mask anymore by law. It's up to you to exercise your own precaution on how you feel. I, I, I guess I kind of thought that I'd see more people with no masks. Mm. I thought that the ratio between wearing a mask and not wearing a mask would be more shifted in not wearing a mask as opposed to wearing yeah, it. Yeah. Mm. And, I, you know, when I'm out and about in the particular town that I live in, mm. um, you know, I live in, you know, West Sussex, uh, which is a southern part of the UK, you know, a lot of people are still very compliant. I mean, it does depend on which town you go to. When I go down to Brighton, for example, there's a vast difference, very different to what it's like here in this town. Um, I think people are less compliant in, say, for example, Brighton. They're yeah, definitely less compliant. Definitely. There's no doubt about it. Um, and I think here, maybe because of where I live is quite an affluent, rich area. And a lot of the people that live here are elderly and I think a lot of them that are and that's a fact and I think because there is a lot of elderly people that live here they are of course very concerned about their health which I you know I assume at that age you're gonna be because I mean every day is a blessing you know knowing that you can get something just a common mm, cold yeah, you're more at risk aren't you I mean you know, yeah well I mean at that age you can get the common cold and it can mm. kill you I mean the flu will kill you yeah. at, you know at 70 80 I mean your chances are very high um, so there is a lot of compliance here anywhere at least you know in this particular town but I, I, I can't you know I don't want to sit here and say that that's like that worldwide because I know that there's certain countries in Europe that don't give a fuck mm. and I know there's certain you know counties in US that don't give a fuck I know that I know that to be true but then equally there are other places that are very very hot very strict um, I mean I was listening to a Andy Vizzello podcast the other day and obviously he's very anti-Covid um, he was saying that basically he's got AFib which is a heart condition uh, I mean, it's not severe, but I mean, it's not ideal. Uh, and he's also got high hemocretin or creatine. I can't remember how you pronounce that word, but basically it's, his blood is thicker than the average person's. So his doctor suggested that he doesn't get the jab because of course there's risks of heart inflammation, blood clots, that kind of mm. thing. And he just doesn't want to take that risk, which I don't blame him mm. at all. That is his, his body, it's his choice. And that's what we should all be allowed to have. We should all be allowed to have that choice. Um, he said that he went to his local well no he didn't go to his local restaurant but he was going through the area and basically there was a sign up on a on a restaurant that said look you know we respect people that are vaccinated we respect people that are unvaccinated but basically if you're unvaccinated don't come to the restaurant our staff are vaccinated we expect everyone that comes in here to be vaccinated uh, and if you're unvaccinated please stay away don't order from us don't use us don't come anywhere near us and all this and there was this whole massive lengthy thing and, 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 and this is kind of, I guess, the purpose of the podcast is that, you know, when we're getting to a point now where 
Because the thing is, guys, right? So this is what you have to remember, right? We are currently in a pandemic. Okay, there's been other pandemics. Okay, and obviously I'm only 28. Sorry, guys, I've got a soother in my mouth, so I need to just uh, crunch this soother because it's just at the size of nothing right now. Sorry, my bad. Um, there's been other pandemics in the world. You know, there was other things that's happened. SARS, swine flu, swine flu, H-N-1-N-1, whatever, you know what it was. Ebola, Ebola. Okay, there's been other things that have happened, but there's never been this kind of reaction to it, ever. There's never been police officers going out and arresting women for playing with their children out in the park because we're in a lockdown. That's never happened. Walking with a coffee. Yeah, so this kind of response is, is concerning. And I think when we get into a, you know, the thing is, right, guys, we're in a pandemic and pandemics don't last forever. So all of you that are living in this bubble of bubble wrap, enjoying wearing masks, enjoying being vaccinated and telling the whole world about it and setting it as an overlay on your Facebook profile picture and enjoying this whole comfort of furlough and all these extra benefits and all this extra help that you seem to be getting and just gen generally enjoying being a victim. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh God, you know, I had COVID and now I've got all these after effects. Because the thing is, long COVID, there's no actual, um, and I'm sorry if I'm being sensitive, but there's no definition as of yet. It can be anything from fatigue to difficulty concentrating. I have days like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, where, where do we draw the line? So, you know, for me, it's like, this pandemic will end. And who, you know, the WHO, who initially first said, this is a pandemic, we're in a pandemic now. They get to decide when that pandemic ends and when it starts, you know, and obviously at some point, eventually, it's very likely that this pandemic will come to an end. We, you can't be in a pandemic for hundreds of years. <clears throat> Whether that's yeah, yeah, a year, on. two years, three years, 10 years, three years, at some point it has to stop. The, the pandemic has to stop. The virus will eventually mm. stop. I mean, obviously we have other things we have to be concerned about, but like governments manipulating numbers, governments manipulating cases, hospital admissions, whatever, all that other mm. stuff, where they could then superficially pretend like we're still in a pandemic, but we're actually not. Yeah. But you know, if, if people know the difference between right and wrong, which I don't think they do, eventually this will end like other pandemics have. Now, when it does end, when this does end, okay, no one will give a fuck if you've got a vaccine or not. Yeah. No one will care because it won't mean anything because we won't be in a pandemic anymore. So saying, oh, I've got a pandemic, you know, I've got this, blah, blah, blah. Now, obviously there is other things that are going on right now. Like for example, there, you know, some countries have, of vaccinating children. We're not quite yet at that stage yet, although I do believe it to be inevitable. I don't know whether this is going to become, I do think it's going to become mandatory. I don't know whether it's going to last like forever, like whether kids are just going to continue to get it. Because if you look at things like months and measles and all that kind of stuff, you know, that kind of died out. You know, there's certain things that have kind of died out that you don't necessarily, like I remember when being a kid, a lot of the kids that are older than me had a BCG. You probably had a BCG, didn't you, James? Yeah, I think I did. So you've probably got a savage fucking scar on your arm. Like, it was like a bullet yeah, hole. Yeah. See, I didn't have that. So it, it stopped literally the year, like, before I was going to go into that year to have it. Mm. What about you, Huffy? Did you have it? No, no, no. No, so it probably stopped. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're two years below me, right? So there you yeah, go. Yeah, so yeah. you wouldn't have had it either. But, like, my sister, for example, my older sister did have it. So, you know, that stopped now. That, that isn't a thing anymore. And, and that this might happen with this, where basically, maybe, eventually, you just basically won't need it because it won't be a threat. Um, and, you know, whatever. Maybe not. I don't know. I, obviously, I can't tell the future. I don't know what's going to happen. But 
you know, I'd like to think that maybe one day this pandemic will be finished and then eventually the vaccines won't be a thing. And in which case, you know, these vaccine passports and, you know, even these COVID passes that you get now from the NHS and, you know, proof of vaccination, that expires every 30 days in the app. It's every time you log in, it refreshes. So eventually, I would love to believe and hope and pray that this isn't the start of something way, way bigger and there is absolutely no reversibility on this mm. and when and we might just maybe at some point in a few years get to some back to some kind of what life once was where you can hug your mum and not think oh my god will I kill her do you know what I'm yeah. saying because that's what we're all led to believe now that if you hug someone that you might just kill them um, you know I mean I you know we, we went out we went out didn't we Huffy James you came with us initially for a couple of drinks Yeah. then me Huffy a kill Sean. And Sean, we all decided to go down to, to Brighton, mm. which we've been down there. We were down there for my birthday if, uh, a month or so before. Now, I'm not somebody that tends to really go to clubs or any of that kind of stuff. I have nothing against clubs. It's just not the kind of scene that I find myself involved in at my particular age. A lot of the people that do go are very young, which you know I've witnessed on both occasions this year of going. Um, but they're good fun. You know, no reason to go for a birthday, have some fun, whatever. We went down to Brighton and found ourselves in a club had a great really really good night um, you know thoroughly enjoyed it had to carry a kill back <laughs> literally I had to actually carry him back from the seafront to the station if anybody knows Brian the seafront to the station is a trek um, luckily enough he's not that heavy but yeah I mean it was some workout let's put it that way um, yeah it was just a good night really really good night and then basically all the boys were hanging out their ass the next day I didn't actually feel too bad mm. um, I was fine to be honest with you uh, we all yeah. drunk the same mm. I think <laughs> I had a two day hangover me yeah you were fucked yeah, um, and anyway by Saturday night I went out for some dinner with some family for another person's birthday and I had a bit of a sore throat um, and I thought it was my stomach now I've got like I have something going on with my stomach at the minute and have done for the last year or so um, I believe it's some sort of like hernia or something like that but I get a lot of sometimes occasionally if I eat I lay down or if I eat too much and that kind of thing I get a bit of pressure and things like that um, and I thought maybe it was just that I just thought maybe I had a bit of heartburn because I've been out drinking you know all the acidity in the drink you know what I'm saying not looking after my body very well putting my body through a bit of shit I just thought, do you know what? I'm having a bit of a flare. Mm, a little bit run down. Yeah, just that. a bit run down, a bit of a flare. Probably had a bit of heartburn come up because I do get some, I saw a throat occasionally from that, from a bit of heartburn and stuff. And I just thought, all right, maybe it's that. And just didn't think anything of it. And then I literally had uh, a, a car full of people with me. And the person that was sat next to me is of an older age and is double vaccinated. Um, and I had other people in the car with me too that were unvaccinated, double vaccinated. And I was around a lot of people. Um, and then basically Sunday, I went to the gym and I felt a bit of shit Sunday morning. And I just thought, oh, do you know what? I need to just go and work out, burn some calories. Get And that normally makes me feel a lot better. And I went and on this particular occasion, we were doing some high intensity cardio, like some boxing and stuff. And half an hour in, I did get like a bit of chest sort of tightness and I thought, what the fuck? And I just, it felt very much like I was I had hay fever or something like that. Now, any of you guys that suffer with hay fever, like if it's quite bad, you think, fuck, like, you know, you just feel a bit sort of tight in the chest. 
So I was like, oh, it's okay. And I, I remember just saying to my PT, look, mate, like, look, I'm going to head back. I'm obviously having a stomach flare or my head is bad. And that's the first time ever that I've ever said, look, I'm going to call it. Like, I'm not going to carry on today. Um, and yeah, and, and that was that basically. And, and I did a lateral flow test, did like two or three, all negative, did a PCR uh, that day as well. Um, and yeah, and basically eventually came out positive. But, you know, energy wise, the first couple of days felt fine. Like I was just congested, congested. Mm. I, I had every single symptom. Like I lost my, I lost my taste and my smell. I still haven't got that back. Although temporarily yesterday I had it back for about half an hour, which was really interesting. Um, I got congested. I had the cough eventually on the second half. I still have it now. Um, I was coughing up a load of shit. Still kind of coughing up a little bit of shit now. Um, had it all. I had the the aches and the pains, the body aches. Had like some weird tingling in my skin, which was fucking weird. Um, yeah, just generally, just it felt very much like flu. It didn't feel like a cold. It felt like the flu because of the body aches. Oh, and obviously I had the temperature and the fever. The fever was probably the most obvious thing because I was literally going to bed and I was wearing light gray boxes and I woke up and they were genuinely soaked, like dark soaked all the way through. So um, had it all, had all that, all that shit. And obviously, of course, back to the gym today, did an hour and a half, just like that. You know, still got a bit of chest tightness and whatnot, but nothing significant. And I do believe that the only way to really get yourself back to normal and get yourself back in gear is exercise, mobility, range, moving your body, stretching, getting back out again, getting crack on it, which is exactly what you would do if you got the flu. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's no different. And I, I'm very fortunate. And I was saying to somebody earlier, you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast or listening to me might turn around to me and say, oh, well, it's all right for you. You're young, you're fit and healthy. Well, let me fucking enjoy that then. Let me fucking enjoy that then. Do you know what I mean yeah, though? Yeah, yeah. Without plugging some shit into and my arm. Making you feel bad about being young, fit and healthy. Yeah. <clears throat> like all these people that are saying, oh, well, age is a big factor. Listen, guys, age is a big factor. You can be fit, healthy, whatever it may be. But if you're 50 or 60, they've proven that a, vac a double vaccinated 50 year old is still at more risk than an unvaccinated 18 year old. Age is a huge factor. Now this didn't obviously kill me because I'm still here to tell the fucking story, okay? It didn't hospitalize me either, okay? I was never gasping for fucking breath. I was never pleading or begging for my fucking life. And I was never pleading or begging for a fucking vaccine either. And I'm still not now either, okay? I am young, that's right, fuck yeah. And I am fucking healthy. So let me fucking enjoy it. If you're old, then I'm sorry about that. And maybe one day the flu might fucking kill me and put me on my ass, but not today, not this time. And maybe not next time, or the fucking next time after that. Maybe one day it will. And when it comes, I will lay there and say, this is the fucking one. <laughs> well fucking done, but not today. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, is that if you are young and healthy, under the age of say 40, you know, you're in good health, you tend to look after yourself, and you have done majority of your life, not just suddenly in the last three months, then yeah, you're gonna obviously get it. You know, you're gonna feel fucking shit like you'd expect because you know, it's not very nice, um, but you will recover, okay? And that's what it's gonna be. And obviously there is unfortunately some people that have passed with or of COVID, you know, that's up for debate, um, whether it was actually COVID or not, or whether it was just with it. Um, and that's very sad. And obviously I appreciate that some people that listen to this that probably have lost family members, but you know the true story. 
I'm, I imagine that if you were to turn around to me now and say, you know, my mum, my dad, my uncle, my auntie, whatever, died of COVID, I'm sure you could probably agree with me that there was probably something going on there, you know, and, and if there wasn't, then I'm certain that's very rare because I know that in the UK, I don't think there's any more than a thousand people that have died <laughs> under the age of 40 of COVID. Yeah, I don't know what the figures are exactly. I mean, the last time I checked, it was in the hundreds. Um, and that wasn't so long ago. And I know that in terms of children, I think it's non-existent. And if there has been, it's been because they've had something very wrong going on. You know, leukemia, yeah, cancer, yeah. recent organ transplant, that kind of thing. We look at um, early days again, like sort of lockdown one and stuff. The schools were open. The schools were the last thing to close. Yeah. Was, we're not closing the schools. Yeah. Kids, kids yeah. Can't. And now we're hearing all these stories like 34,000 children in the UK are suffering with long COVID. Yeah. Because apparently they've got difficulty concentrating. Not the fact that they've actually been locked down yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. on and off for the last the 18 months. changed. You know, I don't believe that schools have had really any significant part or play in it. I mean, I was around my son, you know, when I would have been positive. At, at that very point, I wouldn't have known it. But I would have been around him. And he didn't catch it. He didn't spread it. You know, he didn't spread it onto his mum. Yeah. Um, I was around my PT who I asked to obviously go and get tested the moment I knew that I was positive he didn't get it and I was up in his face you know from doing the cardio and stuff and punches um, you know no, no, like the person the people that I was in the car with that night they didn't get it I mean basically no one got it you boys didn't get it you did get a cold you did get a bit ill yeah. that week mm. I know Kill was quite like a little bit of shit for the week yeah. Sean was well you all were very all, congested all bunged up coughing mm -hmm. Well, we basically thought that you had it. You had yeah, all the yeah, same I symptoms as me. It's weird that we didn't. Negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mind. Multiple PR, yeah. PCR tests, multiple anti-flow uh, uh, antigen tests, all negative. Mm. I guess the only difference was that you all didn't have all the symptoms where you've had all Well, basically, they had yeah. every single symptom except for the fever yeah. mm. and the body aches. Yeah. You had everything else. You had the congestion. Oh, and the loss of taste and smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had all the congestion, the runny nose, the fucking cough. Yeah. I mean, you felt exhausted. Yeah. Everyone felt fucking mm. exhausted. Yeah. Um, I don't know, actually. I think they did have the body aches. I think Akil was struggling with the body aches, actually. Oh, yeah, and Akil had the tight yeah. chest, and so did Sean. He said that he was struggling mm. with the tight chest. I mean, it was only Saturday last week, which wasn't even that long ago. He said that he was out with his dad washing the car, and he was getting short of breath. Yeah. So they all had very mm. similar kind of symptoms. I mean, not as many, but they had it. They did have it. So you would think, fuck, that must be COVID. But it wasn't. And we all went to the same mm -hmm. club, probably yeah. got it all in the same place. I mean, I was um, self-isolating anyway. Like, so basically, I came back from my Ibiza, which obviously is on the Amber list, and I was self-isolating anyway, because I got back the Saturday night, and I was self-isolating on the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I had a test on the Monday anyway, and that was negative. And I had a test on the Thursday for the test to release. And that was negative. And then I went out to the club Thursday night, negative. And then, obviously, by like the beginning of the following week, I was positive. So, mm. and I didn't go really anywhere else. And so we obviously called it in that club. Mm. Clearly. Surely. Obviously. It must have been. Makes logical sense. Because we all got sick. But for some weird, weird reason, it was only me that showed up positive. Yeah. And obviously you guys got better quicker than I did. Mm. So for whatever yeah, reason, yeah. you clearly didn't get COVID. You got something else. Or maybe some other version of it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, very, very, very weird. You know, no denying the fact that there's clearly something out. Very mm. bizarre that it's this time of year. 
Yeah. You know, I just don't get sick this time of year. Weird. I can't make sense of it. But you know, what's concerning me now going forwards is, well, there's a few things I want to talk about. Number one, what I want to talk about is, thankfully, I, well, I released a weekly video and I mentioned to people, look, I sound a bit shit and I might even sound a bit shit on this podcast. And I said, it was because basically, look, I've got COVID, I'm doing this weekly video, I sound a bit shit, laughing face, whatever. And a lot of people were like, I hope you get better soon and all that kind of shit. And they were checking in and making sure I was all right, which was very kind of them. And I just want to say, I appreciate that. I, and that's what life is about, is giving a fuck. Um, but I did have a couple of people who were like, oh, um, I heard you got COVID. Well, that's karma, isn't it? Um, you know, bear in mind the fact that supposedly this virus is the highest past like virus ever. Mm. And every Tom, Dick and fucking Harry, regardless of their vaccination status is fucking getting sick. You know, it's claimed supposedly over 4 million people's lives. I mean, in our country alone, we're getting like 30,000 cases a day, apparently. But apparently it's karma. It's not inevitability. Yeah. It's not the fact that actually I'm just out living my life and it's inevitable that I might actually catch it at some point because you can't fucking run forever. That's not what it is. Apparently it's karma. This is karma. So me having an opinion on, say, for example, vaccine fucking passports, yeah, or me being vocal about the fact that they've proven that, you know, all the contracts that were given out by the government were given out to friends and family. Scandalous. I'm not allowed to say any of that because apparently if I say that and then I get COVID, then it serves me right. What the fuck is that all about? So you're not, you know, the thing is guys, that you must admit, I, I never denied, and do you know what, I didn't give a fuck anyway because I don't even need to explain this bullshit, but I've never actually denied that none of this shit exists. What I've been fucking pissed off about is the, the measures that we've implemented relative to the threat. Yeah. I've been pissed off about the fact that they, you know, I've no, I'm not, listen, I'm not pro or anti anything. I'm just an observer of information. Any information that comes out, I try and make it my business to learn and to read about this. I'm not a scientist, but I do try and go out my way to try my best to learn and understand. Like I do with all, all areas in my life, not, not just with COVID, but with anything. Because that's our duty and our moral obligation to try and learn and educate ourselves. Okay. Now, again, this is very new. No one really knows anything about it. Um, you know, except for the people that fucking created it. Um, but, you know, this, listen, you're, there's people that are double vaccinated that are protesting about vaccine passports. You're allowed to agree and disagree with certain parts. You don't have to be in full agreement with everything and then completely disagree with other things. It's not that clear black and white. There's also other things too. Like, for example, you know, you might be pro-vaccine, but anti-lockdowns. You might be pro-lockdown, but anti-vaccines. Mm. You might be pro-vaccines, but anti-vaccine passports. You know, you might be pro-vaccines, but anti-vaccines for children. You know, there's so many different fucking mm. things. You're entitled yeah. to have a disagreement or an agreement on whatever fucking part of things that you'd like. Yeah. You know, because that's what this world is about. It's about having an opinion and a freedom of speech. You know, you're allowed to disagree with another person, but apparently not anymore. That's not apparently the world that we live in anymore. We're not allowed to get fucked by the government, yeah? And then talk about it. We're not allowed to talk about that anymore because apparently we have to just put up and shut up and deal with the fact that that's just the way it is now mm. and not stand up and say anything about it. You're not allowed to talk about it anymore. You're not allowed to say anything about it. I mean, you're not allowed to say, yeah, 
that the Pfizer jab is supposedly 42% effective against the Delta variant. You're not allowed to say that. Even though it's been written and published, you're not allowed to yeah, say yeah. that because apparently that's not, that's not good because someone who's got the Pfizer jab, they, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to know about that because they've got double vaccine with the Pfizer jab and now they're concerned because 99% of cases apparently are Delta variant now. They're like, oh, fucks. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say the fact that Israel have imposed, you know, lockdown-like measures. Not an official lockdown, but they are going in that direction yeah. once again. Even though they were one of the first countries in the world to have a successful vaccination program where they've mm. successfully vaccinated their adults and the bulk of their children, um, but yet are seeing cases that seem to be spiraling out of control. And now they're one of the first countries in the world that are actually starting to um, give out a third booster jab. The last time I checked, half a million people had now got a third booster jab. So that's three jabs in the last, what, six to eight months? This isn't an annual fucking flu jab because people have already had three of them and it's not even been a year yet. So what the fuck is this? What are we going to do? Just keep jabbing and jabbing and jabbing and jabbing and jabbing. Oh, another variant. I'll have another jab for that one, please. Mm. I'll have another jab. Oh, you got a jab for that fucking Tango? Oh, you got a jab for that fucking Bravo? Got a Bravo jab there, mate. Because that's what this is now, isn't it? I'll have a jab for that and I'll have a jab for that and then a jab for this. I'll give you a fucking jab if you want. To the fucking jaw. How about that? I mean, that's what it is, isn't it? If you really want it, I'll give it you. You're dying for it. You want it? What's, how's it going? You're dying for it. You're asking for it. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've got... Fuck's sake. I can't even laugh right now because I will legit have a coughing fit. I might even cough up a lung. So if anybody wants one, I've got one. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, you're not allowed to say that anymore. You know, you're not allowed to say that, you know, in, I mean... Listen, if you're vulnerable, you're immune compromised. I can't, obviously, I can empathize with you. Um, I can't sit here and say, I understand what you're going through because I don't. I'd like to think that I can try and sympathize, but at the end of the day, I don't live my life in pain or disabled or any of that kind of stuff. So I can't make that decision for you on what you choose to do with your body and your health. I, I you know, you, you, at the end of the day, you can live a very healthy lifestyle and then get struck down with something unexpected at 60, 70, 80 years old. Like, there's no denying that. And obviously, as an individual, as a human being, I understand why, you know, people have decided to get the vaccine. I, under, I get it. It makes sense. If you are sick and you are immune compromised, I understand you're trying to do the best that you possibly can to protect yourself. And for those of you that have got sick family members, I know that you're trying to do the best to protect your family member. I get it. I fully, 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 fully get it. And I can't sit here and say, look, don't do this and don't do that because who the fuck am I? But one thing I will say is, okay, is that what's your fucking answer now that double vaccinated people are still getting just as sick? What's your answer now that Israel are now implementing a new lockdowns and a third jab? What's the answer to that then? Because, you know, at some point along the line, you have to ask yourself, what is the way out of this? You know, when we're hearing of these other variants now, the Lambda variant, Lam, Lambda variant, bah. I can't even do that noise right now because my throat's fucked. Lambda variant. You know what I'm saying? What, what that is apparently going to escape all vaccines. What then? What do we do then? What happens then? You know what I'm saying? Like, where do we go from here? 
So I get it. I know people are doing their best. But, you know, I don't know. What, what, what is the answer out of this? You guys got any ideas of what maybe the answer is out of this? I don't know, because the, the narrative's just constantly changing and the goalposts move all the time, which then, when you look at it, and you think, well, there's more to it than it just being... Oh, no fucking because, doubt because about it. how much things are, like, contradicted and stuff, then. But you're right in what you're saying, you know, I, I do think that people need to start taking more care with their, their health and, and everything that, around that sort of thing, you know, looking after yourself. Well, I mean, incentivizing getting a jab with Just Eat or Deliveroo or Uber Eats, yeah. is that really the answer? It should be free when, gym memberships, or, yeah, if anything. Yeah. yeah, when obesity is at an all-time high mm. and when majority of people that have died, obesity's flagged up as one of the reasons as to why they've died. And yet then we're incentivizing people to get the jab with something that would potentially make them obese. I mean, please fucking explain that shit to me. It doesn't take a genius to really. I mean, why would you get a va- I mean, you think about it. Why would you get a vaccine passport to show you've got a vaccine when a vaccine doesn't actually stop you from getting it or passing it on? You know, Public Health England proved this week that unvaccinated or, or vaccinated, you've still got the same viral load and you can still spread it and catch it just as easy as someone who's unvaccinated or vaccinated. So what is your vaccine passport actually proving? Because it doesn't prove yeah. that you haven't got COVID, does it? No, no. And it doesn't prove that you can't get COVID either, does it? Mm. So what does it actually show? When you're crossing borders and saying, hey, go, here's my vaccine passport. This is to show that I'm vaccinated. This is to show now that I'm safe. I can be safe in your economy and in your country and around your population of people. It doesn't show that, though, does it? No. Because you can still get it and you can still spread it. You can still catch it and you can still die of it. Because people are. So yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that what is the sole purpose of the vaccine passport? You know, why is it that NHS are, you know, selling all our data in September to private companies? Why, 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 why are they doing that? It's very convenient. Why is it they've created an app 18 months ago, got everybody to use it for to scan the track and trace, to ping everyone to let them know they've been a, a, a near a stranger or whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden now, you know, 18 months later, after getting all those people, imagine how many people downloaded that app. How many people are there in the UK? What, 75, 77, 78 million or something? I would say, you know, at the least half majority. of those people, people have downloaded the app. Let's say just 30 million. You know, that's 30 million people's information. That's your medical history, everything about you, everything you've ever, every prescription you've ever had. Everywhere you've been. Yeah, everything. And then everything you've been, your behaviors, mm. all that other shit what job you do, everything. And I appreciate that information to some extent is very available anyway. I mean, you've got the census report, obviously yeah. that comes out every 10 years. So I understand that a lot of this stuff is readily, readily available. But the thing is, with certain things we get a choice. This, this, we don't even get told about it. You have to go out your way to try and find that information for yourself. Someone actually told me about that information and I was like, what? I didn't know about that. My GP didn't let me know about that. My GP didn't write me a letter or mm. ring me or let me know that that was going to be happening. It's almost like what should happen is everyone should be opted out and then you opt in. Mm. You shouldn't be opted in and then you can opt, yeah, out. You have to opt out. You know, and this is just small. This is like not even 1% of the fuckery that's going on in our country. Mm. This is minor, isn't it? I mean, yeah. let's, I mean, I, I would love, I just wish that I'd kind of, um, you know, screenshotted everything that I'd possibly ever seen about this. But I just think the incentives, you know, the pizzas, the cinema tickets, the free taxis, you know, this Uber Eats, deliveries, 
trying to get, you know, children and everybody. Mm. And the fact they've now stopped the permission so that if you're 16 or 17 years old, you don't need adult consent anymore to get a yeah, vaccine. So you that. can go behind, um, you know, you can go behind mm. your parents' back now and actually go and get it. Um, you know, there's mm. obviously football clubs that are giving out free tickets. Um, there's festival people that are getting free tickets. Um, you know, and then there's other things. Like I've got something here look, where, you know, the climate minister, uh, I, I don't know how you pronounce his name correctly, but it's Alok Sharma jetted to 30 nations in the last seven months, including rest, red list countries without any quarantine to discuss. Uh, then apparently he visited a school. That's a 10K fine for us, but nothing for him. Um, and he's jetting to 30 different countries to discuss climate change. You know, knowing that, you know, I mean, I didn't want to get into climate change, yeah, but in my yeah. opinion, the, the a majority of climate change, in my opinion, is caused by eating meat. And the world has heated and cooled. Yeah, anyway, and so. there's a whole other conversation that we can have about this. And obviously, I appreciate again people are going to get defensive about no, it's not meat. Yeah. You know, meat is sustainable and all these other bollocks. Mm. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but yeah, PHE look, Public Health England data shows that recent administration admissions for the virus: uh, 55% unvaccinated, 35% uh, have received both doses. Now, obviously, that makes logical sense, but I would expect to see something more like a 90-10 ratio. Mm. So 90% unvaccinated, 10% vaccinated. Based off everything you Based off the here, jab statistics. Like, yeah. So we were mm. told that the jab was 90% effective. Mm. So that's a 90-10 ratio. Mm. So therefore, you would think that the 90% of people that are vaccinated, mm. you know, well, mm. out of 100% people that are vaccinated, only 10% of people should really realistically end up in hospital. I mean, 55% is, for me, a quite a big fucking concern. Um, I mean, I'm just looking through now, really. I mean, vaccination may not stop transmission of Delta variant. Um, people commenting, saying, you know, I've had COVID for a week. I'm fully vaccinated. Every person I know has been double vaccinated. And, you know, I read a, a study yesterday that, you know, apparently people that are vaccinated are, are shredding it and, 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 and spreading it from being vaccinated. Um, you know, people who are fully vaccinated here, look, have a similar viral load to unvaccinated, according to the PHE. Um, you know, according to the latest data from Israel, the fully vaccinated are 6.7 times more likely to catch COVID as those who have already had it and developed immunity. So that's another thing. What, what, why are, well, I know why, but why is it that if you've caught COVID and you've successfully survived it, why is it that you can't go and get an antibody test out of your own pocket and pay for it yourself as a blood IV test? Get a certificate to say, yeah, mm. okay, this person clearly has antibodies. And why is that not the same strength as a vaccine? Why, why are we not allowed to go and get that? Mm. Well, well, you know, there's obviously people that have had COVID that have survived from it. Well, why can we not go and get an mm. antibody certificate? Because the thing is, if they turn around and said, yeah, right, you can do that instead then, Everybody would just be going out and intentionally trying to catch COVID and having COVID parties like they would with chicken box. Yeah. Wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. What, what, what? I just, I, I, I can't make sense of why I can't go and do that. Why can I not go and do that? You know, I mean, they're saying a vaccine doesn't last, so therefore you have to have a booster. Apparently natural immunity supposedly doesn't last. I mean, there's someone in our group that's a doctor. He's part of an antibody test right now. I think he's unvaccinated for this particular study. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that people that caught COVID back in March are still showing really good levels of antibodies. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, again, I don't want to be that person that says everyone should just go and get COVID and just get natural immunity. 
because unfortunately that's not how it's going to work the hospitals will probably go overwhelmed a lot of people will die that are vulnerable that would not survive it um but for those that have got it unintentionally and survived it i don't see why they can't go and get an antibody certificate yeah i think they're implementing it in europe but for whatever reason because now you have left europe we don't seem to be part of that scheme because in other european countries they are saying that if you have recovered from it you can get a recovery certificate which is equal to having a vaccine so why are we not doing that in this country it's Just, really bizarre you know, it's like they're trying to force you in one direction yeah Almost. because they're saying like all right even if you recover from it you still need to get a vaccine yeah, yeah. because you know that kind of, that gives you a better protection mm. well how the fuck do you know there's no studies out yet you don't know that mm. you do not know that natural immunity is not as strong or weaker than a vaccine we don't there's no proof of that there's i don't think there's really any proof that anybody's called it twice i mean maybe someone could dm me and and and, and show me proof that you've had actually had a positive pcr or positive test some test something that proves that you've actually had covid twice because i don't think there's anyone that's got it twice i don't think i've seen anyone to be honest no i've not heard of anybody that's got it and then got it again but yeah man i don't know where we're going as a country i think the biggest concern for me right now isn't covid it's it's what it's doing to people and the divide that it's creating mm. yeah i was about to say about yeah. the divide I mean, you know, I've had a family member text me like this week saying, basically, because of your views and opinions, I don't want to see you ever again. I don't want anything to do with you. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was their birthday like this week and I, they just said, look, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to see you for my birthday. I don't want to see you ever again. And that's, that was the view that I had. the line with that though? Like, if you've got an opinion about one thing and it's not the same as your opinion. Yeah. The next thing, do you do yeah. to someone else about the next thing? Like, well, I'm vegan. They're not vegan. I could turn around and say I don't want anything to do with you because you're not vegan. Sorry, you you don't you don't fit into my idea of what you should and shouldn't be. So actually, I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want to be family member with you anymore. I could turn around and say, look, I don't smoke. You do smoke. I don't want to be friends with you because you're a smoker. Because they smoke and they do eat meat. This this particular yeah, yeah, family yeah. member, and you know they don't go to the gym like I do yeah. they don't care about their health and prioritise it like I do so I a long time a long time ago could have turned around and said look do you know what you're not really like me you don't really agree with the things that I agree with mm. so actually I don't want anything to do with you and you know the joke thing is and then, you know again I don't even have to explain it but this person is double vaccinated never once have I ever said I thought that that was a bad idea I don't want to turn around and say to anyone that it's a bad or a good idea it's up to you you're an adult Personal you take that choice yeah. I don't, I'm not going to judge you it's you do what you want I don't give in. a fuck it's but what I will say is that I do disagree with children being vaccinated mm. I disagree with youngsters that haven't yet had kids that don't understand the potential risks that are involved in infertility and mm. all kinds of fucking problems yeah, yeah. I mean let's not deny the fact it's trial, that it? it's all good sitting there and saying oh well you know they're quite rare well they're still existent other trials have been shut down for having like 25 side effects yeah this has had thousands, hundreds of thousands of side effects. And yet we can't discuss or talk about it. There's no compensation schemes for those things mm. because there can't be, because it's not an official drug yet. Because it hasn't yet passed those, mm. those, those uh, levels to allow you to actually even sue them. That's the thing that's even more mind blowing, isn't it? That people can have such strong opinions on something that is officially a trial. It's new, it's completely like, it's new. completely new. You know, I know for a fact that if I turn around to somebody and said, look, take this, let me inject this into your arm, 
they'd be like, well, what the fuck is that? But yet no one's asked that question. Yeah. No one. No one has ever said, oh, well, what the fuck is that? No one. They've just said, oh, well, it stops this and that's that. And I've just got to believe that. And that's just what it's become, isn't it? Mm. It's just really bizarre how, you know, being unvaccinated nowadays, they've made it so that it's intentionally unattractive. Like they've yeah, made it yeah. with obviously, you know, like smoking you used to, your GP would prescribe you cigarettes in the seventies and eighties. Mm. You'd smoke everywhere and not smoking would make you a sissy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a bit like eating meat, isn't it? Supposedly eating meat makes you more masculine and not eating meat makes you less mm. masculine. Mm. It's all these ideologies and these narratives that have yeah. been created by the companies that are peddling it. Yeah. The meat companies that are yeah, peddling yeah. the meat, the, the tobacco industry that's peddling the, t t the tobacco, mm. the government that are allowed to pay, you know, make all the taxes and the money from the cigarettes. Why have they not banned cigarettes? Mm. Because they make billions of them per year via taxes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's a very small, small, small number of people that are controlling practically every single thing that you read and listen to. Social media, newspapers, you know, online news. There's a very small, small group yeah, of people that are pretty much controlling the entire narrative. Every single narrative, the numbers, the polls, every article that gets released. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm seeing it all over my phone right now. I've had to actually go on my phone and say, stop showing me this shit. Because all I'm seeing at the minute, weirdly, I don't know whether it's because I've had COVID, but I'm just seeing apparently all these obese, triple-chinned people on uh, my newsfeed that are apparently pleading and begging that they wish they'd had the vaccine hours before they died. This is the shit we're now seeing all over the news. I mean, it's being literally rammed down my fucking throat. Like, oh, you know, so-and-so healthy... Never had any underlying health problems. 58, 48, 40, you know, mm. only ran a marathon one day ago. You know, climbed Mount Everest three days back with no oxygen. And now he's dead. <laughs> and just before they stuck a fucking tube down his throat, he was saying, please, please, Pfizer, please. Give me one more chance. One more, I'll take it right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. You're asking for yeah. it. You're dying for it. Literally, he was dying for it. Is this all the shit that I'm seeing now? You know what I'm saying? All these crisis actors. You know, yeah. I mean, they worked out that the chances were one in 958 million of three family members all dying of COVID within the space of a week. One in 958 million. That's some shit fucking like that, is it not? I mean, there's no denying the fact that people are fucking dying. No shit. 450 people a day die of fucking cancer in the UK. That's just cancer. Let's not talk about anything else. Let's not talk about suicide or any of the other shit that people are fucking dying from, which we seem to have just completely fucking forgotten about. Like, as if that it's just doesn't actually happen anymore. Matters anymore. No, yeah. nothing matters. Nothing matters anymore. You're seen basically as an inconsiderate, selfish human being if you're not getting vaccinated, because apparently that means that you don't think about other people, you don't give a fuck. Because apparently it can't be possible for you to be unvaccinated and actually care and give a fuck about other people. So even though I've helped two and a half thousand people in 60 different countries, you know, become financially free or not even just that, these podcasts or any kind of mm. advice that I may have given you, any, any kind of impact that I might have had on your life in a positive way, whether that's, you know, I mean, talking about anything, that doesn't fucking matter because I'm un unvaccinated. None of that shit could mm. possibly matter. It doesn't mean a fucking thing because I'm not vaccinated. That's what that basically means. And that basically, if I die of COVID, 
I deserve it, basically. I fucking deserve to die. Man. So that's what people are doing. That, that probably There's some people that probably listen to this that think he deserves to die. He should suffer because he's not happy mm. vaccinated. Now, you take a long fucking look at yourself in the mirror and really ask yourself, what kind of fucking person does that make you if you think that mm. I, as karma, deserve to get COVID or die of it? Or die at all? What kind of fucking person is that? Probably somebody who wants more furlough. Probably somebody that doesn't give to charities. Probably somebody that doesn't really pay that much in tax. Doesn't really contribute that much to national insurance. Probably someone that doesn't really probably contribute fuck all to fuck all. I mean, there's one thing saying, oh, I'm vaccinated. But there's a whole different conversation saying, I'm vaccinated. If you're not, you deserve to die. That's a whole different sure. fucking conversation. I'm not being funny, but it yeah, is. Some, some I mean, we've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, or whatever the fuck, saying all this shit, saying, look, listen, listen to the experts, okay? If your house is on fire, call the, you call the fire brigade. You know, you, if, if there's something you're dealing with, if your car broken down, you call the car mechanic. Yeah, it makes sense, mate. But you were the fucker that would plug in every fucking drug possible into your fucking skin yeah. to get as jacked as fucking possible. So that's rich coming from you, mate. I'm sure... If anything came out that involved a needle and a fucking syringe, you'd put it in your fucking arm. Yeah, it makes logical sense, mate. As if we're going to take advice from a steroid freak. Yeah. That's plugged every fucking b- drug that you can possibly imagine so true. into your veins. That, that's the type of person that you want to listen to. Role models. But yeah, I don't know where we're going with this. But, you know, like I said, I'm on day 12. You know, uh, I'm not anti or pro anything. I'm just in the middle. I, I guess if I had to make up my mind and I had to have a gun to my head, I would say that I'm anti-lockdown for the healthy and those in good health and of a certain age group. So therefore, from zero up until 50 years old, 55 years old, I would say a lockdown shouldn't ever apply to those people unless they are immune compromised and very ill and you know a cold would put them in hospital which is possible because some people are in that kind of situation. Yeah, people like that need to be protected. Those people need to be protected. Yeah. I think the best way to protect them would be for the healthy people to continue working the economy, to continue working and contributing to enable the economy to keep moving so that we can better financially protect the people that are immune compromised and sick and unhealthy. Those people should be locked away. And I believe that what if anything they should make it mandatory is the people that are healthy and can work should be dropping shopping around to the people that are sick, you know, comforting them, FaceTiming them, and everyone should dedicate a certain amount of hours per week in making sure that those people are being kept company and are being helped. Um, vaccines. I'm not pro anti vaccines, but if I had a gun put to my head, I would say that I understand why people that are vulnerable and immune compromised should or would want to get it. And I have no, nothing negative to say about that. I nothing negative to say about it I think if people are that desperate to live and they're that concerned about getting sick I can understand why they're doing it do I agree or disagree I mean I I don't disagree or agree I just understand it that's what I'm saying I understand it Um, for, 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 for six month old babies for children for teenagers for young adults or anybody again up to the age of 50 55 that is in good health has no underlying health conditions no I don't think you should have a vaccine that's again my opinion I appreciate there's going to be some people that die as a result of that, maybe, and maybe some not, I don't know. So again, I'm not anti or pro anything, but 
but I understand why you would get it. But I think for children, no, fucking not. Definitely not. Not at these early stages. No, um, yeah. Other than that, I think, you know, we're in a democracy, which supposedly is you're given a choice. I think the choice is an illusion. I don't think you get given any fucking choice. I don't think the person that's even running the country, which is Boris Johnson, even has a fucking choice. I think he, even he's been forced to do things that, mm. you know, he doesn't even want to fucking do by elite and hidden forces that we're not even completely aware of. But yeah, guys, I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else to add to it. Really? Mm, not really, no. <laughs> look, kind of covered everything. Mm. It's just, uh, I, don't, I just don't understand why we live in a world where everybody's so judgmental all the time. Mm. Like critical thinking, we spoke about it one of the first podcasts, mm. didn't we? It comes back to that again. Throwing like, stones from glass houses. Yeah, yeah. Like the guy that messaged me saying that I deserve to get it, yeah? I messaged him and said, like, obviously it's inevitable that I was going to get it. I'm not worried or pissed off that I've got it. I've never once fucking complained that I have got it. I haven't complained once to fucking no one, by the way, that I've had it. I've only ever mentioned the symptoms I've had if someone said to me, yeah, how are you feeling? And I've said, look, I've got a cough or whatever. I've not moaned about it. I don't give a fuck. Listen, just for the record, I'm fucking happy that I got it. I'm actually ecstatic. I'm so fucking happy. I can't even explain in this voice how happy I am. I'm so happy because now I have somewhat an immunity to it. And that makes me feel a lot happier knowing now that actually, you know, I'm much at less risk now catching it. I'm much at less risk at spreading it. And I'm in a better fucking place now knowing that actually I've had it. And, you know, I'm not pissed off about it. I'm not angry. I don't regret anything. I'm not annoyed. Yeah, obviously it's a fucking inconvenience being sick for as long as I've been sick for. I've not been able to go to the gym maybe. But, you know, I'm fine. I'm, I'll bounce yeah. back. I'm young. Let me enjoy being fucking young. I'm only young mm. for, like, for this long, for a certain amount of time. So I'm not pissed off. So it was always inevitable. So the people that are saying that. So when I turned around to him and said, well, look, how old are you? Oh, I'm th in my 30s. Well, that's not very old. You know, did you get the vaccine? Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Okay, fine. No worries. Are you obese? Well, yeah, actually, I'm a bit overweight. Well, what's your BMI? Well, my BMI is quite high. I get ill quite frequently. Okay, well, do you exercise? No. Do you eat healthy? Well, I'd say I could eat better. This is what he's saying to me. So I've got someone in my DMs that has got a high BMI, admits that he's overweight, knows that he could eat better, knows that he doesn't exercise, telling me to get fucking vaccinated, which is a fucking insult to me, by the way, yeah. because do you know what, guys? I do fucking go out every day and work my fucking butt off and I deserve to be fucking healthy. I deserve to recover. I deserve to bounce back because I put the fucking work in. And listen, when you see me and you think, God, he's so lucky, not just with COVID, but with anything. Oh, he drives a nice car. You know, he's got a great lifestyle. Always going away on holiday. What a life. I'd love to live like him. Well, just know, yeah, the only reason you're probably not living like me, okay, and I live the way I live, is because I actually make good fucking choices. When I was sick, yeah, I could show you my app on my phone where I track my macros. There wasn't a fucking meal that I missed. I counted every single fucking macro whilst I was sick. Now, most people whilst I was sick were messaging me saying, God, I put on two stone whilst I was sick. I was eating like shit. I didn't do none of that. I counted every fucking macro. I got all my proteins in, all my fats, all my carbs. Even though I wasn't working out and couldn't work out because I felt like shit and didn't have the energy for it, I still ate clean because that was one thing that I could control. I could control what I did and what I ate. That's what I could control. Mm. And that's what I did control. And then within days, I'm back in the gym, hitting it again. 
And listen, in the gym today, I wasn't the guy in the gym today that was having the, uh, lifting the heaviest. I admit. But I tell you what, I was the baddest motherfucker in the gym today. Because I can guarantee that not one fucking person in that gym could get COVID for 10 days, be as sick as what I was sick with it, and then be in the fucking gym two days later. So there might be people in there that were lifting more than me, but there weren't anyone in there that was bad as me. No fucking person is as bad as me. Because this is the fucking discipline that I live. And some for some people, it frightens them. It scares the fuck out of them. Because they can't live the way I live. Because I'm a fucking savage. I am a fucking savage the way I live. I don't fucking play games. I'm really about it. I really am living it. And even so, that's why my family don't want it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to fucking hear this shit. Because it scares them. They're fearful of it. They're fucking frightened of it. They can't live like me. They can't walk like me. They can't move like me. This is the way it's... And this is what I'm getting at. You can't fucking stop me. The only way you can stop me, yeah, is if you put a bullet in my fucking head. So you might as well get out of the fucking way. Because if you're in the way, you just slime me the fuck down. Facts. I don't care. Like, blood, family, none of that. I don't give a fuck. So, you know, all these people are saying, oh my God, if you get COVID, you're going to die. No, you're not. You're going to be fine. But trust me when I say, yeah, if you've ever thought about, do you know what? Now's the time to sort myself out. Sort it out, guys. Focus on your fucking health. Focus on, you know, like I said, losers and winners have the same goals, guys. But it's about the systems and what you do every day that decides your identity. You know what I'm saying? You need to start thinking to yourself, you know, if you're fat and overweight, what would a healthy person do? How, what choices would they make on a day-to-day? You know, what choices are you making? What choices would a healthy person make? You need to start speaking to yourself as if that's the person that you are, Okay you know, as if that's the identity that you now want to be. You know, you you know, if you say, oh, I want to be vegan, you, then the answer would be, look, I don't, I, I don't identify, you know, someone says, you want a hot dog? So I don't identify as a fucking meat eater anymore. I don't eat that stuff. That's not who I am anymore. You make that choice. That's who I am as a, as identity. It's not just, oh, my goal is to not eat it. It's my identity. Who I am is changing. I always say to people that I want to become successful traders. I say, how would a successful trader think? How would they react? I say to them, like, any situation or problem that you come up to, think, like, if you're ever stuck and you think, oh, oh man, what should I do? Think, what would Ben do in that situation? How would he react to that situation? What answer would he think of? What solution would he come up with? How would he maneuver around that? That's how I think. I'm like, how would this person react to it? How would this successful person react to my situation? You know? So I know that a fucking loser and a victim would be playing the long COVID card for fucking months and months and months. I won't be playing that card. And I don't give a fuck if I struggle with any kind of long-term symptoms. I will overcome those symptoms because I am a fucking savage. So, you know, I know that if my lungs have been hit by whatever this is, the best way to strengthen those is to open them up and get some fucking air in them. Not to sit indoors on the sofa playing video games all day, feeling sorry for myself and letting go of everything. That's not what it's going to be. So focus on your fucking health, guys. It's never too late to focus on that shit. And just before we go, just before we go, there's one more thing I want to say. Okay, like James said, stop being so judgmental. You are not perfect. You are far from being perfect. So shut your fucking mouth when you're coming out with that negative shit. Please. You're not perfect. Exercise some empathy. You don't understand individual circumstances. You don't know why people have got the jab. You don't know why people have not got the fucking jab. You don't know that. You don't understand it, okay? Try and listen and understand. You've got two ears and one fucking mouth, which means you should be listening twice as much as you should be fucking speaking. 
Okay, listen to what people have got to say. You might learn something, or you might not, or you might inspire them after hearing what they've got to say to then make a change and do something different with their life. You don't know. So, you know, you're running around saying, do this, do that, do this. Listen, anyone can say that shit to you too because you know there's something that you could fucking improve on. You're not fucking perfect. So who the fuck are you to say anything? You can advise, you can give some advice, but you can't tell people what to fucking do. You can only help and advise and give some advice. Okay, so just be a bit nice to people. You know what I'm saying? Understand, have some empathy, listen, and try and, you know, just get across whatever you're trying to say in it, however way you need to say it. But at the end of the day, guys, you know, families, friends, this is going to divide a lot of people. And, um, you know, most importantly, don't ever be afraid of having an opinion. Don't ever be afraid of saying and standing up for what you believe in if you know it to be true, um, you know, and within reason. And of course, you know, stay skeptical about everything, you know, even salt looks like sugar, sugar looks like salt. You just don't know what's fucking real. So, um, you know, educate yourself, trying to, you know, take all factors into account and then make an informed opinion would be my best advice. I don't know if anyone else has got anything else to add to that. No, I've ended up well. Pretty well there, to be honest. But yeah, guys, um, like I said, this is Ben, got James and Huffy, uh, and this will be it until, well, whenever else I want to pop off, I guess. I mean, normally a lot of these conversations now happen in the office and we never really get an opportunity to clip record, but Mm, um, I will try and be proactive and make an effort to clip record because there is some fire, fire, fire shit that goes down here on Mm. a weekly basis. Um, But stay safe, guys. Take care of your health. Get your vitamins, get your vegetables and all that kind of shit. And um, yeah, stay blessed. And if you're young and healthy, fucking enjoy that shit, man. Go and enjoy that shit. Really thoroughly fucking enjoy it. Um, You know, if you're not ill, be grateful that you're not ill. If you are ill, you know, pray that you don't stay ill forever. And just enjoy life, man. Enjoy life. Don't get caught up in all this shit. Turn off the fucking news. The news is the biggest virus going. You know, like in other countries like Afghanistan and stuff like that, when a group destroys another group, the first fucking people they kill is the media. Facts. Mm -hmm. Because they're the one who spreads all the shit. Okay? Enjoy. Enjoy the life. Turn off the media. Turn off the fucking news. Turn off all that bullshit and just go and enjoy your life for what it is. Because it's too short. But that's it for me, guys. Take care and I will speak to you guys soon. GG.